2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. I'm Zane C. Weber, and with me, as always, are my lovely hosts
3: Miranda Selwood and Julie Trager
2: And our special guest this week is—can
3: we call her special international guest?
2: Well, I was just about <laughs> to get to that. Yeah, okay. She's oh, an international, sorry. international traveler with us from fresh from New York, where she was transplanted. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the show, yeah,
1: Grace, Grace Clark. Clark. Here we go. Does, <laughs> Does it count, welcome back, Grace? Thank you, and
0: welcome home. Yes, <laughs> it'll be a brief stay, right? Yeah, yeah, I
1: leave on Friday morning. So,
2: why would you? Four why would days. you pick Brisbane when you could pick New York?
1: Of course, right? <laughs> right. I, Fair enough. I even picked New York Slice.
2: Just for it it's, it's so always. The I can't right have answer. any
1: other kind of pizza now. Like I've been spoiled for pizza, ruined, <laughs> yeah. ruined by New York slice.
2: And you want to talk about a show that you are obsessed with?
1: I am absolutely obsessed with this show. I have seen the current Broadway revival um, six times, <laughs> and I do have tickets for the final performance when it closes on August twenty fifth. So, um.
2: and of course, we're talking about.
1: Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Is
0: it Hello, Dolly, or is it Hello? Dolly!
3: <laughs> no, it's Hello! Exclamation <laughs> <for> it. Yeah. <laughs> Dolly! That's how it is. Yeah. Dolly! Dolly! It's about sheep. It's musical hello. about sheep. Dolly? The clone sheep?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm very confused as to the tangent that we just went on, but let's <laughs> well, there's, there's get like... to know Grace.
3: Fine. I guess we can do that. <laughs> now you've
2: had the, you've had this quiz before. I have. Do you, do you think your answers will still be the same?
1: Some of them are the same, and I feel like some of them will be different. All right. Well, let's so f- we'll let's see. see.
2: So, which musical character would other people compare you to?
1: Okay, so I did actually ask a few people about this one because I was. It made me curious. Um, and the lovely Benedict Braxton Smith, <laughs> who actually composed, I believe, the the intro music for you guys. Yeah,
2: and all the interstitial stuff as well.
1: Um, he said Annie. <laughs> and then he said, "Fiona from Shrek," and I said, "Is it because I'm a redhead?" And he said, "Yes." <laughs> so, simple answers. So, so yeah, but I good think ones nonetheless. They're very superficial. Um, I would say Val from A Chorus Line, and many other people agree with that one. I also got a mix of Sandy and Rizzo from Grease. So, okay. I feel like that's a mix of pretty, Sandy sand. and Rizzo. pretty yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, you that's kind of like the ideal girl, right? Because they both kind of yeah. semi transform into the other one at the end.
1: <laughs> I'll take it. I think, Apparently, I think it's. I think. Well, what what I heard was it's the take no, um, take no, take no, no, no poop. no poop, no poop, take no poop <laughs> attitude of Rizzo, and then also the niceness of Sandy. And I was like, um, look, I'll take it. I'll see. Take it. I
3: think I've known you at the, from this table the longest. Yeah, I. Wouldn't necessarily agree with the ones, those ones. I do actually agree with Princess Fiona, though. Oh, really? Not because you're a redhead, but it's for the techno
1: poop attitude. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's her sass that well, I Well, That like. is
2: Fiona. If you well, think I mean, about
1: it. Yeah. Sorry to the people who don't know me that well, but I, she does have a fighting contest in the show, and that's very me. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, that it
1: is. It <laughs> seems seems yeah. about right. Yeah.
2: Well, do you, what? What character would you like people to compare you to?
1: I'd say Val from A Chorus Line. Also, I. Do I know you hate this show? But I love Maureen from Rent, oh. and like a little bit of her, like not a lot because she's kind <laughs> Just of a little not bit great of through most she, of the show. She but might
2: be my least favorite. She, <laughs> yeah. <Yeah>. but like <laughs> is a little a bit of the,
3: yeah. <laughs> she's such a turd, yeah. Maureen.
0: <laughs> but she knows.
1: She knows. she,
0: knows, yeah. she's she knows who she is, and she
1: yeah.
2: No, no apologies. Yeah. For no apologies. It. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your dream role?
1: Um. So that I haven't played yet. Uh. Dina from Bands Visit, which is nominated for like 11 Tonys and is also my other favourite show other than Hello, Dolly.
2: How many times have you seen that on Broadway?
1: Uh, I think about five or six as oh well. Oh. Um, She's only doing the two musicals. <laughs> back yeah. before. She goes out of Pretty one into the other. Would, you would not believe how, many, how few shows I've seen since I've been back that aren't Hello, Dolly and That's Bands Visit. Slightly sad. We'll talk about it that later. Sad, but they're both fantastic shows <laughs> and they're completely different. Um, uh, Millie from Thoroughly Modern Millie, um, mm. Louise from Gypsy, and Roxy or Velma because I can't choose. So whoever mm. wants to cast me as either <laughs> <laughs> or both, yeah, a lot of people could do, do the track. They end up yeah, doing like, one woman Chicago. Right, I was
2: like in one show. That's 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 a, no no that's not a at the same task. time.
0: I but it's it's both. not unusual for a performer to do Roxy and then, and then when they're transfer. a little older, yeah, oh, yeah into Velma, yeah. yeah.
1: All right. like well, Gita Rivera, it will be
2: interesting to see if your favorite Sondheim has changed
1: um last time it was into the woods, and it still is, but I also have to add Gypsy on there because it's yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Gypsy is just fantastic, it's delightful,
2: yeah all right i'm I'm not going to uh argue with that, <laughs> but uh, what are you singing in the shower?
1: okay, this has definitely changed. it used to be part of your world from Little Mermaid. <laughs> Now it's actually Mr. Snow from Carousel. Which I think possibly the weirdest shower song. Not
0: the direction I thought that was going. I do enjoy that they're both water songs, though, in a sense. Yes, in a sense. (laughs) Just like
1: frozen water. (laughs) Yes. And fish. Yeah. Yeah, but also Cornet Man from. Original Funny Girl, not the movie version because that song is so good. But I like to, like, screlt it out. That's
0: ruined my whole water. Oh, unless you think Cornetto, which is an ice cream and has the word ice in it. All right, I'm good. There we go.
2: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, okay. So now is the the serious and dramatic portion of the quiz. What musical are you going to delete from existence? Okay, I have two.
1: Sorry. Never. Um, I have two. <laughs> you can't have two, Grace. Okay, I'll pick one then. Yeah. Oh, I have to pick What if you one? whisper one, one to me? Okay.
3: Whisper them both to, to me. you want to delete another one, and I'll tell you have
1: you. to come back again. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay. That's how it works. So the one I would delete, it was actually in Brisbane recently, but the Andrew Lloyd Webber production of Wizard of Oz, I think it is awful. Mm. I would I agree. I think it is absolutely awful. Is Nothing it, against the people if you're listening to Lucy Durack. Than... <laughs> you guys are great, but... <laughs> It's the production itself is just—it's. But not I don't good. know that
0: it's any worse than any other version of the Wizard of Oz. I don't know
1: is it? what it was. I—I I just could not stand it. I was oh. like,
0: at least the witch gets that
1: cool song. Yeah. Yeah. At least, yeah. at least she gets to sing this time. Yeah. But
2: I've only, to be honest, I've only ever seen the Andrew Lloyd Webber version of it, and I was not impressed with it. Um, but I've read through a couple others. And yeah. I mean, they are all pretty similar. Yeah. But you know,
0: I think it's hard to get away from the fact that it's. Maybe I just didn't like the production. You know, all, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, it's deleted now. Sorry. It's gone. It's gone. We didn't have to talk about it. <laughs>
1: Dunkeys.
2: We're gradually getting through his entire catalog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Andy. No worry. We'll get the him other on the show. one is a
1: Sondheim show, though. <gasps> that what? I would have deleted. Yeah. All right. Well, well before any
2: violence happens, let's take a break and we'll come okay. back and we will uh, start talking about Hello Dolly. <laughs> Okay, great. So give us a bit of a rundown on what Hello Dolly is sure. and where it came from.
1: Okay, so it was originally um, a play um, which was written by Thornton Wilder in 1938. Um, it was called The Merchant of Yonkers and it was kind of, <laughs> yeah, what a great That's just name. That's
3: the best title. The Merchant Yonkers. of Yonkers.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> is that like a play on Merchant of Venice Maybe. at
1: all? Oh I yeah, that would make sense. Um, But it was based on the character of Horace, who I'm sure we'll find out about later. But then he kind of realised that Horace is boring. Yes. (laughs) Um, He's lovely, but he's boring. He's described
0: as grumpy Horace in the synopsis here.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) But then it was retitled and reworked as The Matchmaker, which then premiered in 1955. So music and lyrics are written by Jerry Herman um, book by Michael Stewart and directed and choreographed by Gower Champion, who is very, all you know, all three quite well known. Mm.
4: Um,
1: and it was originally titled "Dolly, a damned exasperating woman," which, like, that's how you sell a show, guys. Like, what a great name. women,
2: am I right? Yeah,
1: am I? Because um, it was the sixties, um, but that's because long titles like "How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying" and a funny thing on the way happened on the way to the. F- Ugh, on the way to the forum. I can't even say it's that long because, <laughs> um, like, long titles like that were really popular. But then Louis Armstrong's cover of um, the title song, Hello Dolly, reached number one on the charts. So they were like, guys, we've got to change this. Like,
2: it's like, guys. So they changed guys. it after it opened. Yeah.
1: So, um, like, they'd done, they were doing out-of-town tryouts, right. which is how Louis Armstrong got the song. Mm. And then,
3: yeah. It is a like, weird song to pick up.
1: Like it's it a one of it's
3: one of like all the songs in this show, great. But it is like a weird song to pick out of a show and be like, "I'm gonna sing I'm this gonna song. Sing this, this is gonna be mine." <laughs>
1: I mean, he's oh, done it. Wow. He does a beautiful cover of it, but <laughs> it is an odd song. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, maybe it was just the one that spoke to him. Hello, Dolly.
3: <laughs> yes, <laughs> hello, Dolly. It is nice. <laughs> To
1: so
0: have you it, back, it had that where you belong. It had that bluesy feel to it, yeah. A, it you know, a little a bit, already, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: so, <laughs> oh, fun um, so the role of Dolly was actually originally written for Ethel Merman. Um, then it was, okay. yeah. There's a recording <laughs> wow. of her singing it on YouTube. So, so go oh, nuts wow. and and fulfill your Ethel Merman dreams. Um, Very sheepish, and it I'd often, say. <laughs> yeah. Um, Then it was actually offered to Mary Martin, who was the original um, Maria in Sound of Music and Peter Pan in Peter Pan and Nellie Forbish in South Pacific. Like, she's done (laughs) heaps of stuff. So she also turned it down. Um, Then Carol Channing got hired. So... When you (laughs) need a mouth, you get a mouth. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So she... She played Dolly in the original 1964 production, uh, multiple national tours, and then the 1978 and 1995 revivals.
0: So, she it was her gig her, for a while. Yeah, it's yeah. her gig.
1: Yeah. Um, so, did you say
0: 1995 revival? Yeah. Mm. Carol Channing.
1: Yeah. So, she was she was 75 when she finished her last performance in the show, and that was in 1996. Yeah, to be fair, Bette Midler's 72 and she's coming back to the role. So, yeah. like, yeah. it's an older, like, you yeah. know, it's a yeah. lady of a certain ages kind of role, but And it's n- it's not Well, like, I love a grand old dame. It like. can be, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't yeah. have to be, no.
2: It it's not like scripted to be a real high energy no. Velma Kelly kind of performance. But yeah. No. <laughs> I, I got a lot of confused glen- like she, yeah. she never oh, does like a Well, Velma, a Velma, solo Kelly, dance number, right? Velma Kelly is
0: another role that that can be cast up to oh, an above yeah. age. So yeah, but it's not like yeah, but an it's a for a different seat. actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: no. Um, sorry, I'm just say, imagining Carol Channing. Playing <laughs> oh <my laughs> Kelly. Stop! 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 That would be, <laughs> but it's hilarious. Incredible. If you want to be in my mind, I right am,
0: now.
3: I'm seeing it too, with the legs <laughs> up in the air and like flailing. <laughs> the spread
0: eagle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, Grace. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> um, so she actually beat. Uh, Yul Brynner's total, because he played the king and King and I for many, many performances. I didn't actually research exactly how many. Three. Uh, more than three. Three Definitely performances. Definitely more than three. Yep. three <laughs> um, but she racked up a total of more than 5,000 performances as Dolly <laughs> She missed half of one of those performances due to food poisoning. So she did 4,000. No, she did more than 5,000 and a half. Because she got food poisoning one night. So she couldn't finish
2: the show. Hello, darling. No. No, 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 I
1: absolutely hate you and you need to get out.
0: You said earlier in the episode, Grace, that you enjoy fart <laughs> jokes. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Oh, um, so what was I going to say there? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard I've to follow I've got my that. notes, guys. <laughs> She's organized. Um, so Hello Dolly swept the 1964 Tonys. It won Sweat 10 the- awards, uh, which is a total that was only beaten by the producers in 2001. So that was 37 years there. Um, fun fact, Carol Channing actually beat out Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl for the for best actress. <laughs> well, which jokes back on Carol Channing. Yeah. <laughs> like of all people. And then of course Barbara went on to play Dolly in the movie. So yeah. So how how long did it take to get to film? I well, it was
2: sixty nine that the film was made. Okay.
1: So five <laughs> years. Yeah. Yeah. Um not a so, long time. Not not a very no. long time at all. Considering how long Wicked's taken to get to film, and yeah. that's still not a thing.
2: I, th- I think the, ad- the adoption of, of musicals to film back then was a lot like, simpler. <laughs> prolific. Yeah, yeah, and happened yeah. a lot more often. Yeah. But the film won Academy Awards as well. Did it? <laughs> Only three. It was nominated oh. for seven, but it won three. Uh, the that's Technical Awards, I uh, have this written down, um, for Best Art Direction, uh, Best Sound and Best Music.
0: Art direction?
2: Yeah, so set, set decoration. Mean? So yeah, okay. the sets were quite oh. impressive. Um, but pretty it was also no- it was was nominated it? for Best Picture, cinematography, costumes, and editing.
0: It didn't win for costumes? It didn't win for costumes. That was a famous dress. Yeah.
2: Uh, let me just find who won the oh, yeah. costume. actually Carol
0: Channing's dress that was the famous dress. Carol Channing's.
1: I think it was Carol And then they remade really so it, the famous, it for pretty yeah. much identical in the right. production of Hollow Dolly. It's always the sparkly red dress. Yeah, yeah.
2: So the winner for costume design was Anne of the Thousand Days.
1: Of course. <laughs> of course. Love that movie. Yeah, no, yeah, the
2: costumes are amazing, and isn't
1: it. Those Thousand Days, just yeah. classic. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anne's yep.
2: costumes in particular yeah. were really good. But Sweet Charity was also nominated for costumes that oh, year as yes. well.
0: yes. There weren't a lot of clothes in Sweet Charity, were
2: there? There weren't. <laughs> isn't no. that kind of
1: the black point? dresses, small black <laughs> dresses. That's it. All right, but back That's to crossing. Hello Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so notable actresses to play Dolly, um, uh, Ginger Rogers, Betty Grable, uh, Pearl Bailey in, an all African-American production, um, Phyllis Diller, Ethel Merman, Mary Martin, um, Anne Miller, and of course, um, Bette Midler, Donna Murphy, and Benedette Peters in the current revival. Yeah. Another fun fact, um, in 1967, Maya Angelou, which is two years before she achieved fame from her autobiography. By yep. the Caged Bird Sings, yep. um, was offered the opportunity to understudy Pearl Bailey in that um, all African-American production. So she wasn't actually famous yet. Um, but Damn. Bailey made some quite rude comments about <laughs> Maya Angelou, which meant that the role got given – Was was like she was passed over for the role. Ironically, later in life, um, Pearl Bailey was given a Lifetime Achievement Award and asked my Angelou to present it to her. And my oh, Angelou didn't wait. say anything like she didn't. But how awful is that? She's like, she said like racist comments about her, which is Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Good job. Yeah. Good Good job, that same that same production that Pearl Bailey was in also included a young Morgan Freeman. Yeah.
0: In Hello oh, Dolly. In Hello Dolly. <laughs> he was
1: Rudolph, you know, the the German so way to dude. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I need, I need, it, I yeah. need to time travel and see this. Uh-huh. I'm going to see if it's production.
0: on YouTube. Morgan Freeman as a as, German as German waiter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> German yep. waiter Rudolph. Googling. Um, there have been four revivals. There was um, 1975 with Pearl Bailey, um, 1978 and 1995 revivals with Carol Channing, and of course the current revival which opened in 2017 with Bette Midler.
2: That you've seen six times.
1: I didn't actually see Bette Midler yet. Yes, I yeah. will be seeing her. <laughs> Stop it. Donna Murphy tickets were $400 cheaper. Well, that's okay. Well, so. yes. <laughs> and I was, I was centre of the front mezzanine, so, and I cried like five Good times. Good spot. Good spot. Yeah.
2: Five times a show or just like five times?
1: Five time- times a show. <laughs> wow. At least three times and put on your Sunday clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Well, is that it? Shall we yes. Shall we move on to Absolutely. Uh, talking about plot and characters mm-hmm. after a little break? Yay. Okay, Miranda, so can you tell us a little bit about who is in Hello, Dolly and what they do?
0: By who you mean characters? Then yes, I can. That's
2: that's what I mean.
0: Okay, so the musical follows generally the story of Dolly Levi, a strong-willed matchmaker. She's also described later on as widowed but brassy. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but there you go. She's a widow
2: made out of brass, right?
0: (laughs) Obviously. Anyway, she travels to Yonkers, which is in New York, to find a match for a miserly, well-known, unmarried half-a-millionaire. In doing so, she persuades his niece and his niece's intended and Horace's two clerks to travel to New York City. Plentiful stuff happens and then they sing Hello, Dolly. All right, good,
2: let's have fun. That was a What's really next? good, like plenty of stuff happens. <laughs> the show happens. Okay, yeah. so it's
0: the turn of the century, 19th to 20th century, um, and uh, New York is all a buzz because Dolly Gallagher Levi is in town. Finally. Ooh, she's a very well-known meddler or matchmaker. She somehow makes money matchmaking. And uh has numerous sidelines including dance instruction and mandolin lessons. So
2: she's an entrepreneur. Like yeah. she's, entrepreneur. she's doing it for herself.
0: She's yeah, she's a woman who don't need no man. That's
2: right. Yeah. She's a brassy widow.
0: Yeah, a brassy widow. <laughs> um Maybe yeah.
2: that could be your new casting type. Instead of drunk mother, you could play a brassy yes.
0: widow. Well, I think I think they're sort of comparable yeah. already. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she's currently looking for a wife for grumpy Horace van der Gelder, the well-known half a millionaire. Um, but it becomes clear early on that Dolly wouldn't mind actually marrying Horace herself. As you do Sneaky. when you like to uh, make a bit of money matchmaking and you find yourself a half a millionaire. I don't know where the other half is, but it'll be somewhere, I'm sure, in the story. <clears throat> so – um. Sideline to this, Ambrose Kemper, a young artist, wants to marry Horace's niece, Amigard, which is a great name for a niece. Um, but obviously Horace is not keen on that because he's an artist and that doesn't make money and he's a money man. Um, so Ambrose enlists Dolly's help to, you know, work that situate for them so that they can you get You just married. meddle
2: a little bit, please. Yeah. Just, yeah. just she's, in She's this a professional little bear, meddler.
0: Yeah, Sort this out. Uh, so they all travel to Yonkers, New York, to visit Horace, who is a prominent citizen there and owns Vandergilder's Hay and Feed. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting? A I assume they business. sell
2: hay and feed.
0: Probably feed as well, yep. <laughs> um, Horace explains to his two clerks, Cornelius and Barnaby, that he is going to get married because it takes a woman to cheerfully do all the household chores. Do <laughs> you Does like the show? Do you guys?
1: You think I do? Okay. Yeah. So the <clears> first <throat> time I saw it, that um, there's a number that that they sing about there, and it, it's it takes Called a woman. It takes a woman. Um, and basically shorts. says, yeah, the the woman has to. But I I kind of gotten over it mainly because I think the entire cast is gay, and they're just like <laughs> <laughs> it's the most homosexual straight number. Like they're trying to be like. Yes, we <laughs> like women so much. Or maybe it's just
2: like, yes, we're very happy by ourselves, but having someone to sweep the floors would be dandy.
3: Yeah, yeah, I like that. It show. feels like a Cinderella story like that about <laughs>
2: to happen.
1: Vision you've just given yeah. me, it's great. It's, it's like, they're, they're brilliant, of course. Pointed but toes, kind of funny, but like, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: So Horace is going to travel with Dolly to New York um, to march in the Fourteenth Street Association Parade for some reason, and proposed to a widow named Irene Malloy who owns a hat shop. It's going to be very important, I'm sure. Um, Dolly arrives in Yonkers and accidentally mentions that Irene's first husband might have died under suspicious circumstances. <gasps> bum, 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 um, and also happens to mention that she knows an heiress named Ernestina Money. That's, That's really obviously named for the audience to just get exactly where we're going there. Um, and she may be interested in Horace, you know, if he likes that sort of thing. Um, so he leaves Cornelius and Barnaby to run the store.
2: And nothing bad can come This is the
0: that. hay and feed store, not the hat store, just to be clear. Cornelius decides that he and Barnaby need to get out of Yonkers. They're going to go to New York and um, have a good meal and spend all of their money and see a
1: stuffed whale.
2: Yep. Yep. Mm. In Barnum. Barnum's, yeah? Yeah, yeah. This
1: is where the greatest showman comes <laughs> in. Guys, guys, guess where you can go to see a stuffed um, well.
0: Unfortunately they almost get arrested. Um but they each kiss a girl, which is very exciting. They blow up some tomato cans to create a terrible stench and a good alibi to close the store.
2: Oh yeah. They literally just got put in charge. You guys, this is they why you know can't have nice everything so that they
0: shut the store and leave. Uh, Dolly mentions that she knows two ladies in New York that they should call on, Irene Malloy and her shop assistant, Minnie Faye. She tells Irma Gardner and Ambrose, who are the lovely young couple trying to sort things out with Papa, um, that she'll enter them in a polka competition um, in a restaurant in New York so that Ambrose can demonstrate his ability to be a breadwinner.
2: By winning the polka competition. Poker, yeah. Yeah. How else do you Legitimate demonstrate your breadwinning abilities? Of course. How do you know? win bread, Miranda? Get a real job? I guess you could do that. Buy that a sounds- hat
0: store? That seems to work out.
2: Do you know how much money you have to spend for a hat store?
0: It's <laughs> so much easier just to do the polka. Um, Cornelius, Barnaby, Ambrose, Ermagarde and Dolly all take the train to New York. I feel like in this synopsis they've gone to New York 16 times.
2: Is anyone else confused? What, what, what's happened is 16 different people have gone to different parts of New York. Separately. Separately. Okay. All right. Also, they did not, they did not spare any expense with the names in this show. <laughs> <laughs> cornelius <laughs> god. Horace it's ridiculous
0: ambrose
2: barnaby dolly
0: <gasps> irene and minnie open up their hat shop for the afternoon irene wants a husband but does not love horace yeah she declares that she will wear an elaborate hat to impress a gentleman that's,
2: that's what, what i them. do
0: yeah and then it blows off
2: and, and then, then he grabs, grabs it. it and then you fall in love and get married immediately Woo! in Italy. Yeah. I feel like this is a throwback to a previous episode.
0: It might be. Like in the piazza. Oh. Tune Hats in down.
2: are the key to love. To love. <laughs> Millinery.
0: Cornelius and Barnaby arrive at the hat shop and pretend to be rich. This is going to work out for sure. Horace and Dolly arrive at the shop. Everyone's at the shop now and Cornelius and Barnaby hide from him. Uh, from Horace, that is, because they're supposed to be back in Yonkers with the store that's now covered in but tomatoes. But they've got the
2: perfect alibi.
0: Exactly. Um, Irene inadvertently mentions that she knows Cornelius and Dolly tells her and Horace that even though Cornelius is Horace's clerk by day, he is a New York playboy by night. <gasps> <gasps> drama. Sorry. There was so much Drama. It was something was going on in the hallway. Uh, Minnie screams that she finds Cornelius hiding in the armoire. Horace is about to open the armoire himself, but Dolly, Irene and Minnie distract him with patriotic sentiments related to subjects like Betsy Ross and the Battle of the Alamo. Shown in the famous lyrics, Alamo, remember the Alamo.
1: <laughs> what is happening? This scene is one of the fun. Like I cry with laugh. It it's sounds farce.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, it sounds farcical. That's it is right.
1: absolutely ridiculous. Every single line, like Horace brings her a present of unshelled chocolate peanuts. So there's chocolate, and then the peanut in the shell. So like,
2: so you have to like suck the chocolate yeah. off, peel the peanut, like, and then eat it.
1: Every single line is like that. Like it's it's absurd. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like. It sounds ridiculous, but it is. It does sound ridiculous.
2: And while incredible. the musical might not have a great opinion of women, mm. it's also playing men off as just idiots. Yeah, just all yeah. of them.
0: <laughs> um, Cornelius sneezes, and Horace storms out, realizing that there are men hiding in the shop, but he doesn't know that they're his clerks. Dolly arranges for Cornelius and Barnaby, who are still pretending to be rich, to take the ladies out to dinner to the Harmonia Gardens restaurant, which is where the polka competition is, by the Correct. way. She teaches Cornelius and Barnaby how to dance um, uh, in a song called Dancing. That's aptly titled, isn't it? Soon, Cornelius, Irene, Barnaby and Minnie are all happily dancing. They go to watch the parade together. Alone, Dolly decides to put her dear departed husband, Ephraim, behind her and move on with her life in Before the Parade Passes By, which um, is one of the best known songs from the show, apart yeah. from, of it's course. A banger. Hello, Dolly.
1: Goes off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, she asks Ephraim's permission to marry Horace. Uh, requesting a sign from him. Dolly catches up with the annoyed van der Gelder, so that's Horace, um, who has missed the whole parade and she convinces him to give her matchmaking one more chance. She tells him that Ernestine of money would be perfect for him and asks him to meet her at the swanky gardens that evening. So she wants to marry Horace and is setting him up with somebody else to that purpose. I don't.
1: She's, she's making Ernestina sound really fantastic, but. She's not. So that She's,
2: when he's disappointed. He's disappointed.
1: Dolly Levi might just happen to be there as a shoulder and to cry on.
2: dressed beautifully. Yeah. And a very well-mannered lady.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I see where this is going. She
2: compares very well. <laughs>
0: so that's how we've gone to interval. Everybody is dancing. Um, Horace is a bit annoyed and Dolly is going to marry him. Correct. Right. Good. Oh, act two. Cornelius is determined to get a kiss before the night is over, but Barnaby isn't so sure. So oh, I feel like. Typical
2: men, right?
0: <laughs> I feel like these two clerks are kind of the, the comic relief of yeah. the show, even though there seems to be plenty of comedy in some of the other characters as well. <laughs> um, as the clerks have no money for a carriage, they tell the girls that walking to the restaurant shows that they have elegance. Uh, at the gardens restaurant, Rudolph, the head waiter, um, Obviously, the Morgan Freeman Freeman role, yeah. (laughs) Um, Prepares his service crew for uh, Dolly Levi's return. I wonder what they're going to sing when that happens. Um, Horace arrives. Dolly Levi. Is
2: that that what they sing? Yeah, probably. (laughs)
0: Um, Horace arrives with his date, but she proves neither neither as rich nor as elegant as Dolly had implied. So this is Ms. Money. Uh, Furthermore, she is soon bored by Horace and leaves. Wow. Which is just how Dolly planned everything.
1: Not before doing the hoochie-coochie, which is <laughs> <laughs> this a, a dance that she likes to do. Ooh, there's a lot of shimmying yeah, A lot of shimmying and a low-cut dress and it's, hey, it's a gag that goes on for a while, but it's <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Worth it.
0: Uh, Cornelius and Barnaby and their dates arrive, unaware that Horace is also dining in the restaurant. Irene and Minnie, inspired by the restaurant's opulence, order the menu's most expensive items, which Cornelius and Barnaby are definitely not going to be able to pay for. So they grow <laughs> a little anxious. They discover um, they have little more than a single dollar left. Dolly makes her triumphant return to the gardens and is greeted in style by the staff in Hello, Dolly.
2: She and I will sits- say, even though the movie is not as good as the, the show, this part of the movie, I think they did well yeah the 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 waiters and Dolly coming in
0: It's definitely the most memorable part of the movie,
2: definitely, yeah.
0: she sits in the now empty seat at Horace's table and proceeds to eat a large and expensive dinner, telling the exasperated Horace that no matter what he says, she will not marry
2: him. To make him fight for her. You right, see? okay, good. Make okay, him think that it's I think his I see what deal. I'm doing wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing hard to get. Yeah, all right. That's putting that totally on my list of Levi's. things to do. Barnaby and Horace hail the waiters at the same time, and in the ensuing confusion, each drops his wallet and inadvertently picks up the other. Barnaby is delighted that he can now pay the bill while Horace finds only a little spare change. Whoops. Barnaby and Cornelius realize that the wallet must have belonged to Horace. Cornelius, Irene, Barnaby and Millie, so this is the, the, shop,
2: the shop girls keepers, and yep. the shop
0: guys, um, trying to sneak out during the, the polka contest. But Horace recognises them and spots Irma Gard and Ambrose in the contest as well. The ensuing free-for-all culminates in a trip to Night Court. Oh. Which I don't think they mean Camelot. Or <laughs> um, you know any sort of British court?
3: I thought it was round table. No,
2: no, it's no, night it. with an okay.
3: no K. No K. So nighttime.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nighttime court. That's what. That's just the thing in, in Is 1800s New it just the, New York. The,
3: the, <laughs> the things that like they can't fit in during the day yeah. and are like petty, so they put, uh, yeah. push them back to nighttime.
0: Cornelius and Barnaby confess they have no money and they've never been to New York before. Um, Cornelius declares that even if he has to dig ditches the rest of his life, he'll never forget that day because it was when he met Irene. Cornelius, Barnaby and Ambrose, so the three young men in this scenario, then all profess their love for their um, companion of choice. Um, The two shop girls. They're allotted ladies. (laughs) They're allotted ladies, yes. Starting to sound like the boyfriend now. Um, (laughs) Dolly convinces the judge uh, that their only crime was being in love and the judge finds everybody innocent and clears them of all of their charges. But Horace is declared guilty and forced to pay damages. (laughs) He deserved it. He was grumpy. He's been grumpy this whole time. He was described as grumpy in the very first (laughs) sentence. He should just pay everyone money. Dolly mentions marriage again, but Horace declares that he wouldn't marry her even if she were the last woman in the world. Dolly angrily bids him so long, dearie, telling him that while he's bored and lonely, she'll be living the high life. The next morning, back at the hay and feed store, so we're back in Yonkers, Cornelius and Irene, Barnaby and Minnie and Ambrose and Ermengarde each set out on their new life. Isn't that delightful? A chastened Horace Vandegelder, the half a millionaire, mm. finally admits that he needs Dolly in his life, but Dolly is unsure about the marriage. Oh! <laughs> She's <laughs> wanted this the whole time. Until until her late husband finally sends her a sign. Vandegelder spontaneously repeats a saying of Ephraim's, money is like manure. It's not worth a thing unless it's spread about, encouraging young things to grow. (laughs) Horace tells Dolly life would be dull without her and promises in return that she'll never go away again, which is a line from Hello, Dolly. They
2: sing it again as the finale. And everyone
0: is happy and in love. So there you go. All
2: right. Well, jam-packed with, like, big names (laughs) <laughs> like lots of names,
0: so many names,
2: <laughs> and a polka competition. So that's what every musical needs.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think there are a few musicals like that are definitely that missing polka a polka competition. competition. Yep. Yeah, rent, mm. rent. Oh, yep. just got a bit better. Yeah. Just take that love, <laughs> whatever, out of there, and and put in a polka competition. Yeah. Right. And whoever wins doesn't die of AIDS.
2: Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, while, I love while we it. figure out exactly where the polka competition goes in Rand, we'll take a break <laughs> and we'll come back and talk about the music in Hello Dolly. So, Julie. Yeah. This musical has some music in it, does it not?
3: No, it doesn't. It's oh. completely unsung. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's well, all. It's basically a play.
2: I mean, without music, it is just a play, right? Yep. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. no, because you need. That's the end of this episode. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, this segment, good. at least. <laughs> now I know that I've heard at least one song called "Hello Dolly" from this musical.
3: Ah, uh, oh no, there is a few. Yeah. So we start off with a Miranda fave. An overture, an overture, a classic overture, a little bit this, a little bit that, chucked in. Um, then we go to call on Dolly, which Which is
2: everyone in,
3: is everybody.
2: It's so exciting that Dolly's here,
3: but it's also kind of nice, like right at the top of the show, just to have like full, really full chorus number, like not like a little drips and drabs gig. Um, and then we've got Hello, what's this? Dolly with I put my hand in, which I giggled at many times when I was listening to it today.
1: That's what she said.
3: Exactly. Or he said. Yeah. It's not meant to be dirty, but it is.
1: Mm, mm.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's dirty to some, apparently. (laughs) Not dirty to others.
0: I don't get it. Why is it dirty?
2: Let's not, ex- let's not let's not examine move, this any yeah. further. Let's move on.
0: Let's send you the
3: lyrics later. Oh, it doesn't get
2: any better with it takes a it woman. It takes
3: a woman. <laughs> um and it takes a woman reprise, which is just, you know, just a little bit of the patriarchy having a a sing song at us about um getting the kitchen, make them sandwiches, ladies.
2: It it does I mean, it does also say like why women are great, but it's because it just of takes-
3: the following reasons.
2: Yeah. Food, sweeping and cooking.
3: Sweeping. <laughs> I know, mean, they
2: but, are. You know, snapshot—the snapshot of time. I guess I will say it's a song about a strong, empowered woman who's making her own choices.
3: It'd be great if we'd flip this musical
2: to make it about a strong, entitled, uh, a, a strong, empowered man. Yeah, uh, that's most musicals, right?
3: <laughs> yep. Oh,
2: like how to succeed in business. Yeah, really? yep. you make <laughs> a good point.
3: Um, then we have "World Take Me Back" sung by Dolly. Now, um, this song was cut before the Broadway opening and reinstated when Ethel Merman joined to play Dolly. So that's kind of one yeah. that I think they must have always, I don't know, this is me, just conjecture. That
1: one's a bit more of a belty one, which yeah. is why they put it back in for Ethel.
3: And I think that may have been originally thought of for her and that must be why they put it back in there.
1: Um, then Carol
0: Channing doesn't have a, a big voice. No. You've got a big so. mouth. <laughs>
3: um. <laughs> <laughs> Then we have um some tears start to flow. I assume for Grace is that what you said before you you get the tears and you get the feels. I don't know why. (laughs) Really, it's it's not an emotional
1: song.
0: It's just does it go.
1: Just like an actual train, guys. Like an actual train comes to the stage and everyone's just like singing their hearts out. And I'm like, just a little bit teary. Well, the, bit the
3: tearful song is uh, Put On Your Sunday Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a grace. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool,
2: now, this guys. is the one that was in Wally as well, wasn't it? Yes. This is the one that he like latched onto and watched. Like a, a video of Oh or something. Wally. Wally, Wally. Oh, oh well, never
3: mind. As Wally? well as What's as Wally? well
1: as it, as it only takes a moment, which is later. That's on. right. So was that so like a thing in that movie? Which
3: one? Yeah. In yeah. Wally, he just really liked Hello Dolly. Yeah. i
1: yeah. basically Wally. <laughs> Changed my character, guys. <laughs> it's so weird. Dream roll. Yeah. Dream roll. Little robot. Wally. <laughs> Wally.
4: Um,
1: ribbons down my
3: back and ribbons down my back. or eyes by Irene. I really like this song. I think it's maybe I don't know, I've never heard it used in auditions. But I think it could be. I uh, I have. Yeah? Yeah. Many many times? Yeah. No. No,
1: no, not many. But just many the times. occasional usage. Just the occasional, yeah. Yeah, I
3: think people might underestimate it.
1: I think it's pretty ordinary, but when it's done well, it It's impressive. Like it's, yeah. it absolutely stops a show when, oh, yeah. when like when Kate Baldwin does it. So, heads up guys. Think about it.
3: But if you're going to do it, do it well. Do it well, with character. I, mean, I
0: think I, yeah. for me, having been on the other side of the, the table, mm. do it with character is what makes the song work.
2: Mm. I mean, that's if, that's, if that's kind of have blanket advice. Yeah. For <laughs> auditions, <laughs> it really is. If you're going to do it. Do it well. You know what? But I,
0: I think that's what you mean. Like, it can be a lovely song to just sing a lovely song. Yeah, but for it to hit home, it needs to have that mm. genuineness. That's a word. <laughs> It it is, I guess. I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um moving on. Motherhood, Dolly Irene, Minnie Faye, and Horace. No, tell me. Tell me a little uh, this
1: is this is the one where they sing about Betsy Ross and they're they're, oh, yeah. they're just trying to think of things. And they're like, I stand for Motherhood, America, and a hot lunch for orphans. <laughs> like they're like, things are great. It's America's a weird great. Song. Yeah.
2: And it's a weird song, even in the context of the show, because yeah. it's like about all these out-of-context like Things from that time yeah, period. That's the
1: point, though. It's supposed to be like super out of context and just be funny because it's yeah. so, <laughs> but still delightful. Yeah. Um, dancing
3: with Dolly, Cornelius, Barnaby, Irene, Minifay, and dancers. Is this the where they first talk about the
1: polka contest? Uh, I is is when, feel like when um, Cornelius is like, we can't go to a restaurant because I, uh, a cafe because I don't know how to dance. And Dolly's like, I know how to do that. I'll teach Here you, you, go. I'll teach you. I got a card. <laughs>
3: um love lock in my window. <laughs> no, look. that's not correct. It's love, look in my window. That, in that makes more window. sense. <laughs> love, look in my window. Love, look in my window. I don't know. Or inversely,
2: <laughs> look in my window, love.
3: Yes. <laughs> oh, I like that better. Um
0: We'll just we'll let the writer so we'll we'll give the rewrite to
3: yeah. ben. Jerry Herman. This is oh, wrong. Oh no. <laughs> this is another, is this another one that um, potentially was cut before yes. opening in Broadway and then uh, again popped back in for Ethel. Yeah, um, good on her.
0: Because Dolly didn't have enough songs.
3: No, I mean I barely <laughs> see her name written here at all. Um, before the parade passes by, Dolly and Company. Before the
0: parade passes by, I always get that song mixed would up. Would be a good Dolly. Thank you, thank you. I've got a <laughs> cold, so um, not I've drunk got else. that real. It helps carol channing feel yeah. about me right now um uh i always get that song confused with the one from sweet charity
1: huh if they could see me now
0: no doesn't she there's another parade one Are no you, i can't and maybe i'm making it up
2: i don't know sweet charity very well i'm getting so there i can't pick the. i can't pick the name of that song
0: oh uh, sweet
3: charity <laughs> musical numbers his <laughs> control of parade <laughs> um parade. yeah parade songs yeah, I don't know what you're talking. Oh, I'm
0: a, I'm a brass band. I'm a brass band. I'm a brass band. We'll ah. have to listen to. It. We'll have to yeah. do an episode. I on wouldn't picked that. So, I, if anyone's looking to do a, you know, fabulous mashup up. Well, Put maybe those, that, those two that together could be
2: a. Uh, that could be a Patreon episode: the top five parades.
0: Ooh, parades! <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I just want to that. I don't think there is a parade in Sweet Songs Charity. She's just about talking parades. about. yeah, Yeah. <laughs> 76 Being a Yeah. Oh, there's, there's oh, a few. My.
3: There's a, quite a few. Anyway, okay. moving on. Uh, that ends out Act 1 with the f- finale of Act 1 before the parade passes by. And then guess what, Miranda? What? Act is, 2. Is there an on-track? on track. Woo! Woo! Um, then we've got <laughs> Penny in My Pocket. Oh, bless. Um, so... Further to that, um, Penny in my pocket, although it was, um, yeah, received really good um, yayness from the out of town. It was cut prior to the Broadway opening for um, for that time, but twenty
1: seventeen, boom, 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 brought it back in.
2: Take that!
1: It it is a really nice way because it, it was originally the closer of the first act, and it's not a first act closer it, kind of song. No. Yeah. But in like on in Broadway theaters. They start the second act whether people are sitting or not. So the first number of the second act, people are often still walking back to their seats, and it's a really great number. Like while everyone's kind of settling in for the second act, being like, "Oh, this is kind of the comedy that you should be expecting again." <laughs> like it's it's just a good like. Yeah. yeah. It's quiet. You're not missing anything, but it's still like a fun, entertaining song. So yeah, there you it's, go. it's good that they put it back you in. Learn.
3: Um, followed by Elegance, Cornelius, Barnaby, Irene, and Minnie Fay, again. Got nothing.
2: As in, you have nothing or the yeah, song like, has nothing? didn't
3: listen to it today. <laughs> don't remember it. I like this song. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. This sounds delightful. The Waiters Gallop, Rudolph and the Waiters.
2: You know, there are not enough dancing waiters. There's songs not. In, There's Broadway not. Like any dancing waiters. I think just um, this one.
1: I will <laughs> say that in one of the performances that I went to of Hollow Dolly uh one of the a, six. a what, what do you call it a passerelle where you know where there's a gap where the orchestra is and then there's a another oh, yes, track yes, yes. thing in front like uh,
0: a um like a um, thingy yeah a,
2: a passerelle yeah, a thingy
0: <laughs> a passerelle no but like a thingy thing you know like a, passerelle. a
2: runway
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like a, a circular like a curvy, a circular runway like a curvy runway like the so, one
3: you see in gypsy continue <laughs> <laughs> and Zane's gone. <laughs> like he's.
1: It's a thingy thing, it's you a thingy, you know? It's <laughs> one of those walking things that you walk on.
3: Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> So,
1: in, in this waiter scallop, it's all about, you know, the waiters being athletic and dancey and manly or whatever. A few times during the number, they, they actually leap over the gap between mm. the.
4: I think Pasarela I can see stage. where this is going.
1: <laughs> there is a net there now for a reason. In one of the performances, luckily it was on, like, the far end, but he he stacked it and, like, started falling in, into the gap. Oh, starting but didn't go? Didn't fall completely because <gasps> he's a professional. He has equity.
0: <laughs> he has paid
1: a lot of money to be there. but You
0: still paid a lot of money even if you fall into yeah. the pit. Can I um, take this moment to give a shout-out to my friend Matt? <laughs> Who fell into the pit during a performance? Oh. Yeah. Hey Matt, which show? Love was you, it? man. Uh, the Macado. Okay. Yep. Yeah. They I had mean, a, a it makes a the show more past- exciting. Like, I hate to say a it. a pastorello.
2: Yep. What is it called? That, I guess that's what we're calling it. So. <laughs> a fettuccine. <Pasadale. laughs> the
0: fettuccine. They had one of those ravioli walkie things. Um, yeah. He did. He did wait until the the disco remix at the end of the show.
2: And then what? just oh, that's fine. Anything goes in yeah. a disco remake. I think that's the best
0: remit. time to fall in the pit. Yeah, <laughs> straight
3: into. As the long pit. as it's
2: not during like like a, a love song when you are just like walking backwards and then just find oh, no! the edge of the oh, stage. No, yeah, it's
1: live pit. I think that's a way to spice up the macado though. Like you know. <laughs> no. true. Yeah. Just
2: just tell the audience beforehand, and <laughs> yeah. at some Every point night. during the show. Someone, Someone will fall into the hole. are to sacrifice a cat and
1: act. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> anyway, is it tonight. <laughs>
0: what happens after the dancing waiters, Sorry. Julie?
3: Dancing waiters, alrighty. The waiters have they, a
0: they dance again Do they not? <laughs>
3: And then uh, we have well, in this version we have the polka contest, which is almost Urabate by the looks of it. Am I wrong? Am I right? You are incorrect. Maybe no, in that
0: particular
3: so so the there for titular the song, Julie. <laughs> no. Yeah, jokes totally <laughs> did. Just wanted to like, see. I'm pretty sure
0: that. Dolly arrives before the competition starts. <laughs> Dolly arrives before the waiters gallop. Does she? <laughs>
3: yeah, no, no. No, gallop. no, She
2: in between the gallop and the replay. Oh, sorry,
3: yeah. sorry, I saw two gallops. Yep. Missed the one where she's like wedged in between there. <laughs> um, yeah, so hello Easiness. Dolly, no no biggie. Walks down a staircase. Everyone's like, hey babe. Hey. Well, yeah,
2: it's really like everyone singing to her. Oh, hello,
3: really B. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, yeah, then the poker contest. <laughs> <laughs> After the second gallop. Uh, Poker contest. Blah, 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 blah. There was something about this one. Oh, yes, the song was replaced. Um, Come, sorry, song replaced. Come and be my butterfly during the Broadway run, which sounds like a good option there. <laughs> They went for, because Come and Be My Butterfly sounds real boring.
0: Was Come and Be My Butterfly the name of the polka for the competition and then they just went, oh, it, let's just go with a generic polka. No one needs to sing this.
3: Unsure, but Come and Be Julie. My Butterfly sounds awful. Do <laughs> you So Miranda, not no, all of us like answers. to spend six hours on songs. <laughs> um, It only takes a moment in which in my head I'm turning into a completely different song, so please explain
1: Oh, it's beautiful. It's it's another one of the Wally songs. Yeah, the Wally other one. Aww, <laughs> um, so out
3: out long, there, Deary right? by Dolly, which sounds this adorable. Song is super underrated.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it so goes as well. off.
3: Is that another like, one that should be like maybe popped on rotation for older peeps in yes. addition and me? <gasps> <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't
2: even think older peeps. I think it's any just peeps, just anyone, just, peeps. Anyone just brassy it. peeps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, brassy peeps.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, brassy drunk
1: peeps. Maybe be good, be good for like Candor and Ebb shows. Like oh, there you go. It, hmm. Perfect. Yeah. If you're
0: ever auditioning for a widowed but brassy
3: character, yeah. <laughs> so long, Deary is your number. Uh, guess what we have, guys? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what?
2: Is it what? a reprise?
3: It is. Guess what? It's on. Oh. Hello, Dolly. The Correct.
2: Song. Stop saying titular. Miranda said it <laughs> and it didn't is. get even a mention. <laughs>
3: She's also <laughs> clapping and high-fiving herself. So, um, and then guess what? Finale Act Two. Hold on to your chairs. Hold hello, on to your chairs.
0: <laughs> Dolly.
3: Hello. Thank you, Zane.
2: The I'm only well,
1: one holding on to his chair.
0: Miranda. Dolly. Hey,
2: that's four seconds. So
0: nice to have you.
2: Oh my God, we're gonna get where you sued.
3: Below. That's all right, Miranda. I'll pay. Hello, <laughs> Dolly.
2: No, 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 no! Please, please, please leave the memory <laughs> of Louis Armstrong alone.
3: <laughs> Hello, Dolly, dancing. It only takes a moment. Put on your Sunday clothes, and then guess what? What? Hello, Dolly! It's just, just the whole all show again. Right? Popped yeah. into Act Two finale. Uh, it's Maybe, cause cause that's that's when they just they bow. bows. Yeah, yeah. It's bows. It's bows,
1: but, but they've just. I'll laid bow on you, you in a minute.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you.
2: All right. While while Julie and Miranda fight off in a corner let's take a break we'll come back and we'll talk about who's been in the show (laughs) all right well so let me tell you a little bit about all the dollies that we've had because we've had a lot of dollies it's been a very well done show everyone's been in it mostly carol channing but a few (laughs) other people have as well so we've touched on The big ones like Carol Channing, Mary Martin, Barbara Streisand, (laughs) Pearl Bailey, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, up until Bette Midler, Bernadette, et cetera, that we've just had. Um, So in the movie, the casting, we had Walter Matthau as Horace, one of the grumpy old men. We had Michael Crawford as Cornelius.
3: Love it. Sorry. Have
2: you seen the movie? No. You should watch the movie. I feel like I shouldn't. It's not... Great. But it's enjoyable if you go and into my expectation. It.
3: I don't ah oh, just
2: Michael Crawford's probably I, the most it's, entertaining. Part it's of
3: very it. rare that I will watch a movie musical.
2: All right. All right. Yeah. Well, I will pass that Fair recommendation up. on to the audience rather than to Julie.
3: Yeah, audience.
2: Uh so in the original in the Broadway, we ha- had David Burns as Horace and Charles Nelson Riley as Cornelius. <clears throat> Uh, So in the Bette Midler one, we had David Hyde Pierce as Horace, otherwise known as Fraser's brother, (laughs) Uh, and Gavin Creel as Cornelius uh, and Taylor Trench as Barnaby. So those are the big names. Like, are there any other productions that you're particularly interested in? Do you want me to go down the- David
0: Hyde Pierce left the show the same time Bette Midler did.
1: No. Oh,
2: (laughs)
0: Yes. yes he did. And was replaced by Victor Garber. Victor Garber. Correct. Yes. Oh
1: my. Yeah.
0: So Bernadette Peters and Victor Garber took over when Bet and David Hyde. Also,
1: she one. made him break one of the nights, and I was, it was so cute.
2: <gasps> so cute. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Which part? Grumpy um, horror. Right at the
1: end when um, she when he says you can keep uh, or when she's giving him back his purse. And she keeps on like taking it back, like giving it to him, and then like pulling it back as soon as he reaches out for it. And she did some, must have done something different, and he just started laughing, and so did she, and
0: <laughs> everyone in the audience was like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> "Isn't it strange how much people love it
2: when that
1: happens?" Yeah, it was so they were so cute though. Like, you could tell they were just having so much fun together up there, and it was, it
2: was how adorable. how into their run were they?
1: Um, this was only like last month. Okay, so, so well into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's A few good. Months, yeah.
2: I can imagine that this show is a lot of fun to do. Yeah. 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 Cuz there's no real down moments no. in it. It's it's all all yeah. fun and fun and fast. So in the all black version <laughs> uh, on Broadway in 1975 <laughs> with Pearl Bailey we had Billy Daniels as Horace. Terence Emmanuel as Cornelius Grinaldo Frazia. Sounds delicious. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: yes. That's going to be <laughs> my you know what stage name. I like name. a little
0: Grinalda around mm-hmm. my um, pastorelli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could I please have
3: the pastorelli? Hold oh, the Grinaldo though.
2: <laughs> Um Mary Louise as Irene. And Mary Louise sounds like just a first name, but it's listed as her whole name. And Chip Fields as Minnie Faye. So I don't recognise any of those names, but hopefully some Someone does. of our audience do. So there have been a lot. I'm not going to go through all of them because it's just going to be me listing names. Um, but there there hasn't ever been a professional uh, production in Australia that I could find. A production company. Yes,
1: there has. 2016, Marina Pryor. And I'm certain what? I saw yeah. one. Verity Hunt oh. Ballard was um, Irene Malloy, her husband, who I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. Um, he Horace, Mr. Hunt Ballad. <laughs> Mr. No, no. Um, Mr. Mr. Pryor. He's an actor in his own right, but he played Horace against Marina's Dolly, which is Aww, kind of cute. Oh, sweet. A real life couple, but that was 2016, I believe.
0: And I'm sure I saw. Um, I'm sure I saw one when I was young.
1: Oh, there was there was yeah a production an Australian
0: tour a while, production
1: quite a while back. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry that was rude.
0: No, it's not <laughs> rude. It's Pretty accurate. (laughs) Yes, I was young, and it was quite a while ago that that was Um, the case.
1: Maybe I'm thinking of a different one, but I know that, like shortly after it opened on Broadway, not shortly, but Australia was actually the first like production elsewhere that wasn't Broadway, which is kind of cool because that doesn't happen often these days. You not these days,
0: but it used to happen a lot. It used to happen a lot because we would get the production just sort of shipped right over.
2: I mean. Yeah, that happened with 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. It opened oh, on Broadway it? and before it closed on Broadway, we had a professional production oh, here. Oh, fantastic. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I just, I just feel like everything, well, most things these days seem to be like Broadway and then like five, ten years later.
2: Broadway, to Australia. then a little bit West End. West End. Then a Broadway tour, then Australia. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about who's in our dream cast of Hello, Dolly. All right, we are casting a dream cast Yes. of Hello, Dolly. Now, are we going to start with Dolly or are we going to work our way up to it? I'm not sure what that face means, Miranda. Are you just- I'm,
0: I'm waiting for permission to
2: give you my Dolly. Oh, well, let's start with Dolly then.
0: Okay. I wanted to see Nancy Hayes in the Australian production of Hello, Dolly. Okay. Done.
2: Just the Australian one? I think she would be fine.
0: <laughs> Worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> the new film. No, so Nancy Hayes. Um, no, I, I just feel like she's the Australian royalty that, that would, would fit go in that it, role. Yeah. Who would you put with her
3: Her Horace? Who would you put her Horace? Because I know who I would now put. Who? Against Nancy Hayes. Who? Um,
2: when you say you blah, know, blah. you don't really know. Philip Cost. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, he would be a good oh, Horace. he's
1: wonderful. Mm,
0: mm, I know. He's, he's quite a bit younger than Nancy. Is he? I don't
3: think so. He's grey.
1: He's grey at least. Babe, so it, it I looks think like you're
3: doing another one where you think Bette Midler's only like 51. No, <laughs> Bette Midler's Cutting like gig, 72. Yeah. But he's not that young. He, he's not. No, he's yeah, really He not. and Nancy Hayes would be fine. I would okay. like to
2: say that my dream dolly has already played. Oh, yeah. Oh, my dream yeah. dolly definitely has already Bette yeah. played. Bette Midler is yeah. my dream dolly. Like, <laughs> She's my dream. As everything. soon as I saw the movie and listened to the soundtrack, I was like, yeah. Bette Midler is perfect for this. And then she got. And then they revived yeah. it with her. I was like, that's perfect. Well, that yeah. makes sense.
1: So the <laughs> thing about Dolly is that, like, they're, they're not even, it doesn't even have to be someone who's well-known, but it has to be a, like, It's a, she, she's a thing in of itself. In she of needs herself. to have like, a presence that is not. She's an essence and she's, yeah, yeah she's not she's even just like a, nature, like a person. She's a force yeah. of nature. So you, it's not oh, even no, a Oh, no, now I'm thinking of, of
0: that terrible standard book movie. <laughs>
1: it's not <laughs> even, Look even a Look what happened. Of, oh. <laughs> um, like it's not even a matter of just being like who's a big name celebrity. Let's cast them. Like you need somebody. But but I think even Donna Murphy is an example of somebody. I mean, she's a name, but she's not like people were there the night that I saw her. Yeah, we were disappointed that it wasn't Bet Midler. You know, she's not someone who theater people yeah. would know her. Yeah. But outside theater people would outside wouldn't. She's but not she's the divine Miss M. Yeah, oh, she. Sorry, thinking about like, Miss M again. Bet Bet didn't like. Well, I haven't seen her yet. But I've heard that she like led the show, whereas Donna was part of the show if that makes sense, and also proved that the show is good in a like as it as a show mm. itself. Yeah, like it yeah. it doesn't it's not because there's a famous person playing Dolly,
2: like in the yeah. yeah.
1: if that makes
4: sense. Yeah.
2: Of of people that haven't played it, I know I, I put her up for pretty much every show, but Audra McDonald Ooh. I think would be an interesting mm. choice. In a because, little while or now? Uh I think I think she could take it now. I think, I mean, she's she's not 30s anymore. No. Um, does she need another Tony though, really? Yeah. She I need, she probably does. I, I want her to get so far ahead of everyone else that no, no one, one ever catches ever up. Catch up. Yeah.
3: And she has to just like push past all the Tonys to walk through her house.
2: That's right, because Hal Prince is like in the <laughs> 20s. Like uh, she's only got six, you guys. We mm. need- Audra mm. needs more Tony. Audra, yeah. it is official for opinion yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. I don't
2: think that her playing Dolly would get her a Tony, but and it is it is a bit out of her type, but I, I would think it like to see if what could, year. Because Yeah. Because
1: if it was in a strong year like this season, she wouldn't. But if it was last season, you know, yeah. because, yeah. yeah. Bet mm. did. I mean it was pets it was a long time coming she I don't think she'd actually had a Tony before that, but yeah, you know. and
2: I don't think that Audra isn't a person that you would think hello Dolly and you'll go she's perfect yeah, um and it's really just kind of like me wanting to see if she can slip into that kind of role because yeah, she her. hasn't done that before. I have one okay yes,
3: are you ready? Yes he's strapped in yep, I think. Zac Efron for Ambrose Kemper. <laughs>
0: I Thought you were going to say Dolly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, change of mind. <laughs> for for Ambrose. Ambrose, you wouldn't go one of the clerks. No. No.
2: You- I think he could pull off a very decent Cornelius. Yeah. I think he would be. Cornelius.
0: I think yeah. I'd rather put him in the like the funny role okay. than the. I'll just take it. I think yeah. Generic sweet
2: romantic. I think mm. he'd
1: be cut car- like he'd be. Not wasted, but wasted, as Ambrose. Like, Thank you for saying it's that. such a minor role.
2: Or but- you could give him Rudolph and make him dance.
3: Yes, he would be great as <gasps> what a What a fool, of course. I'm going to get him I moving mean, with his shirt off. N-
2: no one takes their shirt off in this show, <laughs> truly there's,
0: there's not a lot of roles that suit both Morgan Freeman and Zac Efron, but <laughs> that is one what of them. What if
3: you like just twist the show a little teeny tiny bit, like just tweak it? and have all the waiters, like,
2: topless as well. So, So, like, just really lean into that gay waiter vibe? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Really heavily lean into it because it kind of takes the pressure off all the other sexist comments.
1: Uh, So I have a bit of a different suggestion. Um, It has been done before. So there's been a female impersonator. His name was Danny LaRue and he played Dolly on The West End. I saw that before. I would love to see Nathan Lane as Dolly. Like, ah, I, she's my favorite. I feel like <laughs> okay. I Grace think, did
2: her homework, and she knows how to win me over. I think
3: <laughs> maybe Nathan Lane as Dolly. You'd have to play it in a completely different like manner. Like this would not be a serious Hello Dolly production. This would be like Hello Dolly is never serious, yeah, darling. It it's, it's, but the like, whole thing is campy. It but is, this is asking like, to be yeah. a
2: drag role. This yeah. is
3: neck neck level campy, I think. Yeah. When but you like, have Nathan Lane as your dolly. <laughs> yeah. But
2: putting a man in that yeah. does kind of like take it away from like one of those iconic female characters. So yeah. I always always be hesitant of like putting a man where a woman could do yeah. a great job. Yes. because uh, it, no matter how great the man is, yeah. he's still going to be a guy playing a woman. Woman,
1: yeah, and you know how many. Like does that gimmick really last great, the whole yeah. show? Yeah, and there's so many great like Dolly is one of those female roles, and and you don't want to take away opportunities take it away from when there's a woman. yeah. So yeah. I I definitely get that side of it. But I think I feel if like he
2: did like the those... if he didn't play
1: it like not over the top, but you know what I mean, like oh I'm a woman. Like if he <laughs> if well he you'd have to start the show almost, almost, with that yeah, and, and, and then, then get into back.
2: like real acting, especially like, in the like Dolly. Um, yeah yeah
1: in the parts where she's. Like doing the asides to Ephraim and saying, please let me go, Ephraim. Like, I feel like that has to be completely straight and yeah. completely. Maybe
3: we add in like a ghost voice for Ephraim and it's Zach Ephron. <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
1: Julie. <laughs>
2: I mean, no, we, we what have about seen.
1: A, a ghost voice for effort minutes Gilbert Godfrey. Like, so
2: ridiculous.
3: <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> oh. Gilbert Godfrey's yeah. Dolly. Yeah. I can't do his voice, but you know what I mean? <laughs>
3: <Like>. <laughs> okay. I'm now on the Gilbert Godfrey for Dolly campaign. Okay. Oh, no. this has
0: gone weird. And I
3: this think is, we need this to wrap has it gone up. weird.
2: It's veered away from Dreamcast <laughs> into something a bit more nightmarish. So uh, let's take a break. We'll come back with our top five lists. All right, so what top five lists will Hello Dolly appear on?
0: Top five grand old dames.
2: Yeah. Mame, Dolly. Anyone Mama. else? Top Mum Mama Rose.
0: Top five
3: brassy widows. <laughs> <laughs> Widowed but Brassy. brassy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I I would say female top five female titular characters. No, you just wanted to say, honestly. <laughs> I did, but Stop I it. I I think that it belongs there. Yeah, sure. Because again, Mame, Dolly,
1: <laughs> Mame. Sorry, it's another Jerry Herman one. Yeah. Top five Jerry Herman musicals.
0: Ooh, there there is actually a review show called Jerry's Girls. Jerry's Girls yeah. yeah, so he's <laughs> somewhat attracted to that.
1: Was Nancy Hayes in that? Yeah, because they did it at the production company. Yes, maybe she was Dolly.
2: Maybe she was. What about top five female-led comedies? Yes. Sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, nothing else that you would knock off that list? Like there there are a lot of them. I know it sounds like there aren't a lot of them.
3: Because there aren't?
2: Well, uh, not that are as purely comic as Hello, Dolly. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Because like when you think musicals, okay. there's usually an element of comedy there.
1: Okay.
2: And, and what else?
1: I think it's hard because it's such a broad. Like, there's so much of everything. If that makes sense, yeah. Like.
2: Top five songs about a hat. We've got finishing the hat <laughs> <laughs> and ribbons down my back.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, sure. And the sun has got his hat on. There from, we go. Was it me and my girl? I don't even remember what that was from. Um, top five. How do we feel about shows that are due a movie remake?
3: Yes, hmm. absolutely. I would just like to see a filmed version of the Bett Midler stage show. So see, I don't necessarily want to like
0: see Bett Midler in a new movie. Oh, uh, you don't want to record
2: Grace, a stage? Yes. If you were to auction off your ticket to the final yes. night, how much would it take to part you from
1: it? An American visa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, all right. I'll see what I can yeah. do. <laughs>
1: a green card.
2: <laughs> Anything else? I mean it's, it's a pretty classic show. Mm. Iconic dresses, maybe? Oh yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Top five iconic dresses. Yes. Mm. Top five parade songs.
3: <laughs> top five usages for feathers. It's a spectacular headpiece. I don't know about the top <laughs> five. Yeah. There are
0: yeah. a lot of okay. feathers for in there. Top five fans. use for minimal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just one <laughs> one feather. Oh, we've run out. Yeah, run yeah out. we've
0: run out. I'm sorry. No, yeah. that's
2: fine. Yeah, I guess it's Dolly's really the only big character, like uh, Horace mm-hmm. and Cornelius. You know, they're just kind of old man, young man, etc. Lots so, of men,
1: yeah. lots of sausage. Top five sausage vests.
2: Whoa, no, there's a lot more shows. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let, we'll <laughs> come back and we'll talk about the lessons that we've learned. So what lessons has Hello Dolly taught us?
1: Um, If they're a half a millionaire, that means he's got at least 60,000 cash.
2: Well, that math checks out. No,
1: it doesn't. It's a word for the show.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm Um, sorry,
2: if Dolly says it, it's probably all right. She's very good at these sorts of things. I learned that being a professional meddler was an option. Uh, yeah, I, I wish it still was. Right. <laughs> I would <laughs> definitely do that. Dumb. Damn
0: you match.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. We just Showing need your to. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tinder, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um I think we all learned that the polka is the true dance
2: of love. And that I think we just reiterated the fact that hats are the basis of all good love stories.
3: Oh yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I forgot that I needed to buy a hat and lose it in the wind. (laughs) It has been windy
2: lately. You should get on that. I
3: know. I've missed so many opportunities. I'm getting on it. I'm getting on it, guys. (laughs) Uh,
2: The importance of hats as a costume piece. We all knew that
0: already. Uh, But underrated. I think they're underrated,
2: especially in modern musicals.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, Rent. Could have
2: been improved with a few. Collins has a famous really, beanie, does really that big count? Hats?
0: No. Mm. It's got zero feathers.
2: <laughs> so heathers Heathers. <are> <laughs> <laughs> that's a so different show. hats are measured by their number of feathers and sequins. Yep. Yes. Hats isn't t- <laughs> All right. I've learned you something. Add, I've learned something at the table. And Do add a
3: feather to your cap?
2: Ah. Mm. Yes.
3: Hmm. I don't I don't mm-hmm. wear
2: caps. I I myself don't wear hats very often.
0: Way to be a hat loser. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guarantee you, I own more hats than you. I just don't wear them. Um, what else have we learned? Mm.
1: Um, to quote the show again: um, If you do need to cry, weep for a while in New York, where it won't be noticed. That's Aww. depressing. Also true.
2: Yeah, yeah true. If we
1: just <laughs> keep talking. Maybe it'll
3: get less. <laughs> Hiding
2: um, in an armoire never works. Never. It never works. No. Not once has it worked.
0: <laughs> Especially a dusty one that makes you sneeze. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, mm.
2: Those ladies should have taken better care of their armoire.
0: That's true. Mm. Um, playing hard to get works. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she knows she does play hard to
3: get at the end, doesn't yeah.
0: she? Yeah. And the middle and also the beginning. <gasps>
3: <laughs> I learnt that Morgan Freeman played a German guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep.
1: so weird. We're still looking for video evidence. Of. Yeah. I'm I to know if he played it. it with the accent though. Like that scene. As a German. Fine. Yeah. Or did yeah. he was he just I don't like see it? anything rhyme. Straight American accent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, have you got any more I lessons? got one more.
1: Um be the larger than life dame you want to see walking down the stairs. Oh
2: yes. Everyone should be Dolly. Yeah. Because Dolly, I'm sure that if another dolly walked into the room, Dolly would sing the welcome song to welcome that other dolly. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have Dolly Squared <laughs> uh, Dolly Just. Squared, the sequel to Hello Dolly. Where yeah. she where she turns all the ladies into dollies. Because all the men have died.
1: I wanna see that show. What? All
0: the men have died. So they're all
2: widows and she makes they're them all brassy. Widowed but brassy. But brassy. Yeah. Right.
0: Brassy is the best type of widow to be.
2: I think that's a solid lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brassy the best kind of person yeah. to be, Yeah, widow or otherwise. Mm. I, ideally, you're not a widow. But <laughs>
1: ideally, <laughs> ideally, there's no dead husbands, but that's right. what it takes. <laughs>
2: well, those are the lessons that we've learned. Let us know if you've learned any. We'll take a break and we'll come back with our farewells. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for joining us, Grace. Thank and, you, Grace. And telling us all about your latest musical obsession. <laughs> um, lucky you for getting to see it so many times on the Broadway. It's a problem. <laughs> and I can't wait for the review of Bette Midler because mm. I'm so sad that I don't get to see it, yeah, but I'm yeah. very happy that it happened.
3: Can you meet her for me? I, I met Donna Murphy, if that helps. No, it doesn't. Can you please it meet Bet Medler for me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Poor Donna.
2: Get her, capture her, miniaturise her, mail her back to me.
1: Mail <laughs> her.
2: With snacks.
1: With snacks, okay.
2: <laughs> um, is there anything you'd like uh, to plug or would you like to tell our audience where to find you on like social media or anything? Yeah.
1: Um, if you want to follow my adventures in New York, um, check me out on Instagram. I'm at Grace D as in like Delta or my middle name which I'm not going to share. <laughs> Clark with an E on the end. Um I unfortunately don't have any shows to plug or anything just because I finished my showcase um last Sunday, but we don't really do shows in New York. Like New there, York there just shows. generally doesn't do they shows. They don't do shows. No, it's, it's, it's not, not well known I've, I've for
0: heard the scene there is pretty yeah.
1: flat. <laughs> yeah. No, we mostly do like in-house stuff, so there's not I'm not really in much myself, but it's plenty to check out there.
2: Yeah, I'm sure if you go to New York, you'll find something. You'll You'll find a show to check out, yeah. All right. Well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us on Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, on Twitter at Musicals Teach Me. You can send us an email at Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on our website, that's not kind of productions.com, and all of our other sister podcasts that are also there, and there are a lot more coming out in the next month or so, so check all them out. Uh, And if you're listening to us on iTunes or on Stitcher or on Google Play or on any other platform where you can give us a star rating or a review, please do that because that really helps the actual apps push us out there. And your mission this week is to find two friends and tell them about musicals, tell me everything I know, and make them listen to it because we need more musical nerds in the world. Right? Yeah. I agree with you. Okay. Okay, good. And (laughs) if you want to support us, you can go to our Patreon, uh, which is patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. And there we put at least one patron only episode a month. And, yeah, we're working on some extra stuff to upload there. So check it out. Guess what? What?
3: We also have merch. No. Yeah. We do? Yeah. You can, like, get our little logo on a mug or a shirt or a pillow or a dog bandana or a phone case. Stop me because I could get on forever.
2: Lots of phone cases and water bottles and hoodies. Um, And you can find that link on our website also in the show notes and you can shop.shopify.com forward slash That's Not Canon. And that's where you can find that. So thank you, Grace, and hopefully we'll see you again when you're back from your adventures in New York or when we're over there having adventures with you.
1: Exactly. I think the second one would be better. New York (laughs) adventures. New York adventures. To do. We need
2: more patrons, but we will get on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have been C. Weber and with me helping me host today have been
3: Miranda Selwood
2: and Julie
3: Eisentrager.
2: We'll catch you next time, guys. Thanks for listening.
3: Bye.